Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. You're getting a tax deduction for putting money into the vehicle and the ideal outcome is that you retire on less income than what you made previously. So therefore, you're in a lower tax bracket when you pull the money out. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, best ever listeners. I'm your host, Travis Watts. You're listening to Passive Investor Tips right here on Best Ever. Disclaimers, as always, never financial advice, not telling you or anyone else what to do. This is for educational and informational purposes only. In today's episode, we're talking about rich versus wealthy. We're going to define these two. I'm going to share my perspective, my opinion on this. This is a very subjective topic. If you go and research this on your own, you're going to find a lot of very opinionated people, lots of different perspectives. So keeping in mind what the Roman emperor Marcus Aurelius once said over 2000 years ago, he said, everything we hear is an opinion, not a fact. Everything we see is a perspective not the truth. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and dive in to today's topic. 
So starting out with the word rich, to me, this pertains to active income. So let's consider, for example, a celebrity, a professional athlete, perhaps a lottery winner. These individuals may find themselves in the rich category. And according to a survey conducted by the U.S. News and World Report earlier this year, they defined the various income levels in the United States as follows. Poor being 32,000 or less annualized USD income, middle lower class 32,000 to 53,000, middle class being 53,000 to 106,000, upper middle class being 106,000 to 374,000, and then basically rich being 375,000 and above. So in essence, anybody making 375K annualized income would be considered rich, at least based off of these metrics and this particular survey. Now, I never went out and set the goal in my lifetime to be rich. That's something I never aspired to be. And I'll tell you why. There's endless examples, as you know, of lottery winners, celebrities, highly paid individuals going flat broke, right? So a professional athlete usually is because their career span is very short. So when they're getting paid, they're elevating up their lifestyle. When the money dries up, they go broke and they can't afford the lifestyle anymore. Celebrities may have hit a big blockbuster film or some kind of breakthrough series that they were on. If they're not recast in something that's going to pay them the same or higher and keep working all the time, then their career could run dry on the income. And statistically, lottery winners actually go broke within five years of receiving their windfall. On that note, professional athletes, statistically speaking, go broke about 78% of the time, about three years after their retirement. So there's obviously many reasons as to why people go broke and lose money and can't sustain the levels of wealth required to be in the rich category over the long haul. A lot of folks that find themselves in these categories might have a short career span lasting 10, 20, 30 years, but may not be able to keep that up through their 50s, 60s, 70s, and even 80s and beyond. It's really, at the end of the day, not a repeatable, consistent strategy for most. So now let's switch gears and talk about the term wealthy. And to me, my perspective, my opinion, wealthy has everything to do with passive income and assets. Having enough assets and or passive income to completely cover your lifestyle expenses. So let's consider an individual who has lifestyle expenses annually of $70,000 and they have $1 million invested in numerous assets that produce passive income, and their average yield annualized on those investments is 10% for example purposes. That means they're bringing in $100,000 per year in passive income without them having to work actively, and they're living on 70000 So there's a bit of a margin there for taxes, volatility, unexpected expenses, Etc. In my definition, that person is wealthy. That's what I have always strived to have in my life. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. 
Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. Being wealthy, simply put, is the ability to sustain your lifestyle indefinitely. Contrary to what many believe about the term wealthy and what exactly that means, I have a friend who retired in his 30s with only 750000 invested. He's a very humble, down-to-earth guy. He doesn't have a need for luxuries. He just lives a very simple and humble existence. And he's happy. On the flip side, I've spoken to numerous investors who claim they need hundreds of thousands of dollars per year to sustain their particular lifestyle. So on one hand, you may have an individual that needs less than a million dollars to be deemed wealthy in their own mind. And over here, you've got an investor that may need several millions of dollars invested to sustain their lifestyle to where they would deem themselves wealthy. So we all have our wants and we all have our needs, and that's going to require various amounts of capital depending on the person that you're talking to. Now, this segment of the show, Passive Investor Tips, is primarily dedicated to the passive investors out there, people seeking passive income. So if that's you, I encourage you to think about three things for yourself. Number one, how much passive income would be enough to sustain the lifestyle that you want to have, whether that's your current lifestyle or an inflated lifestyle down the road that ideally you would like to have. Number two, what's a realistic annualized return or cash flow yield that you could expect through your own investments? And number three, how much capital would be required at that particular annualized yield to net you the type of passive income needed to sustain that particular lifestyle. Something else to consider is if you're living on passive income full-time and you're not living paycheck to paycheck, meaning that you can live below your means and have a bit of a margin in there, you can use that saved capital every year to reinvest and essentially give yourself a raise so that you have infinite wealth. In other words, your passive income continues to grow higher and higher every year, at least theoretically, of course. There's always risks involved and no guarantees. But even though you're retired and living on your passive income in a traditional sense. Now, consider this strategy that we've been talking about and compare and contrast that to the standard American strategy that most people use which is working a job through their 60s to 70s, saving money, dumping it all into 401ks and IRAs, and then retiring and hoping that they don't live too long to outlive their money source. 
most of the traditional retirement vehicles that we have here in the United States, like a traditional IRA or a 401k, are designed, number one, for a person to not retire until basically a minimum age of 59 and a half without getting heavily penalized. But the other thing to consider is in the best scenario that that vehicle would be suited for is when you're in your highest earning years in your working career, you're getting a tax deduction for putting money into the vehicle. And the ideal outcome is that you retire on less income than what you made previously. So therefore, you're in a lower tax bracket when you pull the money out. But my question to you would be, who wants to live on less and less income the older you get? Shouldn't the goal be to make more and more income as long as you live? So that's a good question and something to consider this week. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Passive Investor Tips. I'm Travis Watts. These are tips, tricks, strategies, philosophy, mindset for you, the passive investor. If we haven't connected on social media, let's do it. Travis Watts or at Passive Investor Tips on Instagram and Facebook. Have a best ever week, everyone. I truly appreciate you being here and we'll see you on the next episode. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and Best Ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the Best Ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.